Good morning, everyone. Hi, and welcome to Happy Healthy Human Radio. I'm your host, Samantha Attard, coming at you for another special edition podcast. This time, we are at my mother's garden in Buffalo. When I originally said, I can't even remember what I mentioned, but something about my podcast, and I mentioned it to my mom um, before I traveled, and she's like, oh, we have to do one from the garden, because uh, my mother has torn out our front yard. She did this um, around when I was in college. She tore out our front yard, and uh, we live in like a regular suburban semi-urban neighborhood um and uh she tore out our front yard and put in all these raised beds and now we literally have a jungle in our front yard i count four peach trees five peach trees two huge um fig trees there's tomato plants i just picked a big bowl full of pit tomatoes a big bed full of blackberries corn flowers she's all these beautiful cosmos that are growing tons of greens and cabbages um it's a miracle and amazing and i'm standing underneath a peach tree right now for a little bit of shade um so i thought it'd be nice to once again bring you one more special edition for this summer uh series before i head back to dc later tonight and uh so you can take in some of the sights and sounds maybe just the sounds i guess uh, but hopefully the nice sounds of Buffalo, New York, and being in the middle of a garden in Buffalo, New York. So, welcome. Did I say that I'm Sam? I'm Sam. If you're new around here, welcome. So great to have you here. I'm so grateful to be able to share these little lessons and thoughts with you, all the things that I am learning about and teaching about. And, you know, it's always nice because sometimes when I go on vacation, sometimes I wonder, I'm like, okay, am I really still in it? Because it's very easy to just go into you know, teenage Sam mode, right? Like, I think whenever you go home, you can kind of, you revert a little bit back to who you were um, at a previous point in your life. And, you know, while I'm definitely quite different than, than teenage Sam, it was nice to, to just see and recognize a couple things. And I was like, ooh, oh, this could be something to share on the podcast. Like this, like I, I just saw it so clearly and it came up again and again and again. And I was like, okay, I have to share this and, and really um, talk about it because it's something that I think I find it really easy to talk about in a theoretical sense and I've understood it theoretically and the last week it's been like oh shoot this is not this is not esoteric this is exactly real life so I wanted to make sure I shared it with you all uh, before we get all into that I wanted to say um, new website it is up spirocollective.com s-p-i-r-o collective.com. I changed the name of the business, but not the podcast, um, just for a couple different reasons and and really wanted to um, bring more of a sense of community to the name. And just, I did a nice, beautiful web redesign, just felt right to change the name as well. And so here we are, the new website, it is beautiful, beautiful, expanded events, um, search feature and ways to be able to keep up with what's going on. There's a special podcast page. So you can check out each specific episode, plus find all the different ways to subscribe. Um, new sales pages and doing some fertility coaching, um, something that I've kind of been doing with clients for a while, but hadn't explicitly put on the website. So that is there now, as well as private yoga and Ayurvedic consultations, anything else you might want to see. Um, it's really beautiful. It's really, really wonderful. And uh, I'd love it if you went and checked it out. Let me know how you, how you like it. Otherwise, great things happening in September. Like I am officially in my third trimester and we got a lot of stuff happening before baby comes uh, 
going to say stateside, but you know what I mean, before baby is born. Uh, we're going to do yoga teacher training over at Spark this fall. Starts September 6th, six weekends, three months, um, all amazingness. You can join, even if you don't have interest in being a yoga teacher, you don't know if you'd be interested in teaching, that's okay. You can learn tons about yourself, about public speaking, about being with others, um, and, and just get a little deeper into a yoga community, which is a really beautiful community to be a part of. Uh, you can find information on that at sparkyoga.com uh, or find it through my website. Also, starting September, I'm doing a four-week stress cleanse. So friend and fellow health coach Ingrid Vicious and I made this stress cleanse course after we're thinking about all the different things that we share with our clients about reducing stress and, and really thinking about stress as more than just, I got a bad email, but really expanding it to be the stress that comes from inflammation in our bodies, from the foods that we eat, from not sleeping enough, from not moving enough. And so we wanted to um, expand that and really talk on that and, and share it in a really digestible way with the people in our world. So that is what we've done. We're starting a new cohort, September 10th. You can get in any time before that. Uh, Four-week stress cleanse. It's videos, uh, worksheets, conversation, discussion, um, and really beautiful and easy to do at your own pace as you need. So please head on over once again to spiritcollective.com if you're interested in checking that out. Okay. I think that's everything. Whew. Let's get into the real good stuff. So here's the little esoteric principle that I'm seeing in my world, like showing up quite literally all the time. So the principle is the fact that what and the, and the saying is that whatever you see in other people that bothers you, you find annoying, you get angry about, you don't like, is something that actually lives inside of you. Okay, so say again. So anything you see in other people that you dislike is something that's inside of you. Okay? So what is, what is this about? What does that mean? It's saying if you get angry at someone for, I'll use one of mine, for being inconsiderate, it's, it's actually about your own fear of being inconsiderate, your own times where you've been inconsiderate, it's, it's actually a reflection of something that lives in you. Uh, of course, we can also take this at the positive of the qualities that we tend to love in others are also qualities we tend to love in ourselves or see in ourselves. So that's pretty neat. But also the qualities we dislike in others are things that we dislike in ourselves. And this, I think, can be really hard to, to think about, to... Um, I think it can be really hard to admit the truth in this, right? Because when you see something you don't like, oh my God, like, you know, if you see someone being inconsiderate or if you see someone being mean or if you see someone being hurtful or discriminatory or whatever, the last thing that you think is, oh my gosh, I must be, I must be that same way. And it's not a one-to-one, -one, right? So, I don't know, someone that has incredibly racist views it's not saying, oh my God, you must be the biggest racist ever. No, no, no. What we're saying is that there is a root of it that is in there. There's some time where you have excluded others. There's some time that you might have been unkind to others. There are just, there are themes that are the same, right? And so looking thematically at, wait, how does this show up in my life is something that can be really useful and really interesting. So like I mentioned over the course of my vacation, oh my gosh, it was like every single day something would happen. I'd get annoyed at X, Y, or Z, and then 
bam, I would see me do X, Y, or Z in some shape or form. Again, maybe not to the same extent, maybe it even wasn't intentional, but there we are. Uh, so my example I wanted to share today was um, when I was with some family and I'm just someone, I open doors for people. Like if, I'm, if, if there's a group of five of us walking in somewhere, I open a door if I'm the first one and I'm happy to sit there and hold that. I don't think of it like, and so now you own me. I don't think of it like, gosh, I can't believe I have to do this. Or like, I shouldn't be doing this because I'm pregnant. Like, no, like there's no shit around it for me. It's really like, I'm here. A door is here. Wouldn't it be nice if, is <laughs> really as far as it goes in my brain. So I was doing this and I had done this a couple of times. And then this person in my family said, said, oh, Sammy, don't have, stop it. You don't have to do that. Don't do that for me. And I was like, and I got really angry, like in, in myself and to be like, how can you not appreciate, like, why can't you just say thank you and be done? Like, that's really all that's needed here. All that is needed is thank you and done. Um, and that's, that's really how, how I felt in that moment. I felt, I was like, come on, like, ugh. And I got, I got kind of annoyed. And then it was a little bit later in the day and this family member, um, we, Sean and I had some things that we were going to buy for our baby shower for the party. And, uh, and this family member was like, you know what, let me buy that for you. I, we're going to buy it. We're going to buy it. And I, I got a little, I was like, no, 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 you don't have to do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And I realized it was the same, it was the same thing, right? She was getting, she was in some way annoyed or not annoyed. She, she didn't want me to do something for her. I didn't want her to do something for me, right? Like there, there it is. Oh, hold on. Right? Like, I'm allowed to open doors for people, but people aren't allowed to buy something for me. Hmm? Hmm? Right? Like, what's that about? And, and this was just a simple, relatively small example of seeing, like, so clearly. Because this was, I mean, within an hour of, of the two situations happening. Of, wait, you know, if I'm going to hope that people can just graciously accept the gifts I want to give them, opening a door for them, why can I not just simply graciously accept the gifts that people are trying to give to me, like buying this thing for the party? Hmm, interesting, right? So, and that, again, it, it kind of happened another time. There was another um, situation where we were all kind of chatting and then someone kind of kept on like inserting themselves. Like we're, ha we're having conversation about I don't know, let's say we're having a conversation about food and then the person keeps saying, oh, wow, those Backstreet Boys, they're great, right? Like, let's talk about the Backstreet Boys. It, this is a really contrived situation. Uh, it, was, it was not about the Backstreet Boys. But, like, it was, it was something that was kind of trying to, like, draw attention and, like, get things to where she wanted to be rather than where things were. Ah, it felt very, like, non sequitur. It's like, wait, are you here? Like, it wasn't even like, hold on, I know we're talking about food, but I just, like, I have to ask this question. It's been burning my brain. Like, let me know what you think. <laughs> you know, it was, it was instead, it felt very, like, jarring. It's like, wait, are you even here? Are we on the same wavelength? And then I realized um, a little bit later, um, you know, this, some people were talking. Uh, and I had, I had gone elsewhere. But then Sean and I came back because we had to, we were actually, just, like, looking through some presents that we got from our baby shower. And I looked through, and we're looking through some presents. And... Of course, you know, over the course of us doing this, even if it was for five minutes, six minutes, you know, everyone that's talking in the group starts turning over to look at us and to see, like, what we got. And just, you know, because, of course, there's, like, good conversation around that. 
But it was again the situation where I was like, oh, shoot. We just, we just non sequitured. No one said, you know what, Sam and Sean, I think, it's, I think this would be a great time for you guys to open your presents. You should totally do it now. We would love to watch and to be there and like, let's do this, right? Instead, everyone's having their conversation about Backstreet Boys and we just start opening presents and like naturally drawing everyone's um, attention away. It was, again, non sequitur, not, um, not in line, not, no transition. And was, um, speaking of some of the yamas and niyamas, it's called... Uh, a steya, non-stealing. I mean, this was stealing of attention, right? Like, why? Uh, not why, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't the best thing to do. It was stealing of attention um, rather than letting it be where it was and letting the attention be where it was. Fascinating, right? So, so to some of that second story again, I got someone angry, someone for essentially trying to steal attention and it being like, not like why. And then there I went and I stole some attention when it was not needed. Oh, hmm. So again, it's just because we have done like coming back, coming back. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like how crazy is this to see something in other people and then to see it reflected in me. Now, the more evolved way to go about this in the future is that when you do find that judging mind, that angry mind, that frustration, that like, gosh, why is this person doing X? Is to then ask, where do I see this in me? Or what is it about this that is annoying? And then to be able to act accordingly. And it, it doesn't mean now you have to be perfect because you saw it. it. Doesn't mean, gosh, you're so bad, you must have so much evil inside of you. No, it's none of that. But it's just an opportunity to ask, right? If I said, you know, after, the, um, the situation with the opening the doors, if I had said, wow, I guess I just really want people to accept help when it's given and assume that it's done with a full heart. If I had kind of put that together real quick, then maybe I wouldn't have gotten all huffy when someone tried to buy something for me. Maybe I would have been able to say, thank you. I really appreciate that. And there'd be no hard feelings, right? And I can model the actual behavior that I do want to see. Similarly, if I had taken that moment to say, oh, this is, this is annoying because it feels like stealing. It's like it, it doesn't feel continuous or, or correct. Then maybe instead of just kind of thinking I was being all sneaky to just open these couple presents and I won't take attention and blah, blah, blah. Maybe I could have instead say, or well, first off, either waited until someone said, hey, seriously, do you guys want to open them? Because people had asked and I was always putting it off. Or I could simply say, hey. Sean, never think about opening them now. Is that okay? Is that of interest? And I could actually have let that attention ha or that um, shift of attention happen rather than simply stealing it by default, right? So it's about taking that moment to inquire, why is this making me angry? Where does this show up? What would I do? And then allowing yourself to move forward. Sometimes you get to also then look at it in the past. I can't think of specific situations. Well, I'll say, for example, for the, the, the wine, for example, you know, even if that, uh, the door incident hadn't happened, I probably would have thought, no, 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 don't do it. No, don't do it. I would have, you know, with good intention. But now what I see because of this contrast was no, like why rather sometimes rather than demurring and not letting the gift come, 
you trust that it's being given with full intention and with full care and with full desire to actually begin given. And then you can just accept it with graciousness. So you can look to the past to also say, hey, where's, where have I not been acting in this way? Where have I also seen this in my actions? Where have I also done this? Again, not in a because I suck kind of way, but rather in a what can I learn? How can I move forward? How do I apply this? It's really cool. Excuse me. It's got a little bit of hiccups. It's really cool and very, um, very powerful. And you guys know me, right? Like when sometimes when these lessons come, they come again and again and again, right? The seeing, shoot, I got angry at X and then I went and did it myself. Darn it. And instead saying, again, with that trigger of something made me angry, something made me upset, something felt not right. How about we ask, what was it? What do I wish I would do in the future? What do I wish happened? How have I either not done or done that? And the beautiful piece is that chances are there's going to be points where maybe you do get a little frustrated and then you say, oh, you know what? Actually, I've kind of I've conquered that one. I don't really do that anymore. And maybe then you can let go like whatever the other person is doing. So there is, there's an evolution that happens. But I think those first couple times, especially that you see it, there's this beautiful opportunity to say like, wait, what is this? And, um, and where, where have I also felt the same way? One last note on this um, relates, we've talked a lot in recent episodes about the pain body, about those things that make you almost unreasonably angry or mad, or like they really hurt, particularly when it's directed towards you. Chances are your pain body is going to also show up in these, meaning uh, the one I, I use the example of, of someone being inconsiderate. You know what? People being inconsiderate is probably going to make me feel angrier or more upset than it would for other people because I personally have a pain body around being inconsiderate. I don't want to be inconsiderate. I so hate that aspect of myself that could be inconsiderate or dislike, I shouldn't say hate, but dislike or sometimes disown that aspect of myself that might be seen as inconsiderate that I'm going to react stronger to other people who might be perceived as inconsiderate. So that's another way of viewing it. Even if I haven't said Oh, I've been so inconsiderate the past couple of years. No, like I, I'm very careful and very aware of, of that and try to be very aware of that. But knowing there's an extra punch there for me with considerateness. And, uh, and so that's probably going to irk me a little more. So that's another place to look. Um, and again, it's just again that showing of, oh, actually, that's something inside. That's not about the external. That's about the internal. So crazy. So... I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I would love to hear if you've also noticed this ever, or if you've heard this saying about things that you don't like and other people are things you don't like in yourself or that you yourself do. I'd love to hear your experiences with it. And, uh, and if this episode has been helpful in helping you understand how to maneuver those situations. Thank you for joining me for our garden edition. <laughs> I'll probably have to take a photo. Maybe I'll post it up on Instagram so y'all can see this beautiful garden in which I've been recording this episode. And next time I'm going to be catching you from DC. We're back home and then home for the home stretch until baby's born sometime in uh, late October, early November. And uh, which is going to be great. So 
please be sure to check out yoga teacher training, spirocollective.com, or the four-week stress cleanse. You can find details about all of those on the website, spirocollective.com. And of course, share your notes with me. I'm at sam at spirocollective.com. I've got a contact form on the website, so you can always send me a note there. I'd love to hear from you all. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, friends.